Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. And the show started. Hello. Hey. Live from South Elgin. Live from South Elgin. Pat has uh, come to visit me. This is the first time Pat's ever seen me in person <laughs> at my house. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> first time in South Elgin, maybe. That's I've heard of Elgin. I didn't know there was a South Elgin. Yes, they um, they are different different cities, mm. different gems. Civil War in the Midwest or the South. Yeah, it's, actually, it's a good point. I'm still waiting for that that uh, war to break out yeah. between the Elgins. Elgin, South Elgin. Yeah, is there a North Elgin? There's not a North Elgin. So why call it South Elgin? You know, it's a good it's a good question. Why not there's, just make a different name? There's a West Chicago that is. Uh, yeah, I've heard of that too. Never been there. West Chicago is literally forty miles west of Chicago, but it's called West Chicago. Interesting. People get confused with the west side of Chicago. Yeah. Very Main different. Main streets of West yeah. Chicago. <laughs> so, what have you been up to, Pat? Dude, busy. It, it was Labor Day weekend. We talked about this. It was. I mean, it, it still is. is currently Labor Day. It's Labor Day. Yes. Not working, man. Not working. Uh, a couple things. Yeah. Went to. See that Prophets of Rage we were talking yes, about. Yes, that was one of the things I had. Yeah. And, man, was I wrong. It was it was really good. So you thought it was going to be bad, but you still wanted to go. Yeah, I was curious. And the videos, it's always with concerts. The videos don't do it justice towards – I just didn't think, like, the voices would really make sense. Yeah. For at least, like, the Rage Against the Machine stuff. But... And rage, and clarify to people what this is against. What is, so it's what a is... super group. It's – the musicians, not the singer, so minus the singer, Rage Against the Machine, uh, Public Enemies, I think his name's Chuck D. Chuck D is a person from Public Enemy. Then Be Real from Cypress Hill. Okay. And they had a DJ, I think the DJ was DJ from, Khalid? No. Yeah. <laughs> I, this is like DJ Lord or something. Yeah. I, I want to say he was from Public Enemy or something. Okay. One of the, either that or Cypress Hill. Okay. Yeah, it it was really good. They sounded good. I had a ton of fun. Even some of the stuff I didn't really listen to, like the Public Enemy stuff, was cool. Uh, that Chuck D guy has a powerful voice. Yeah, he's a he's a he's a big guy. Yeah, I looked him up. He's like fifty six. <laughs> that is kind of crazy. I would have never thought. A lot of the people that like it is funny when you get to like the guys that kind of started the hip hop scene and they're all in their fifties now. That's like a grandparents' age. I know <laughs> it is like a grandparents' age. There are many grandparents in their fifties. Uh, it is just kind of a funny, like, you think these guys were like, you know, hip hop guy, you know, like public enemy, very political group, right? very anti the man, you know, that kind of stuff. And, uh, yeah, singing about the dope man and that kind of stuff. So, you know, all these guys are grandpas. This is pretty funny. Yeah. That was kind of one of the nice parts though, is they didn't speak about politics too much. Like I thought they were going to, it was mostly about the music, which was really nice. So they talked a lot between the 
songs? Not really. Not at all. Okay. I mean, a little bit. But this is our song. They said talk to yeah. No. That so okay. Yesterday I seen Black Sabbath. Yes. That was literally between every song was. You saw them in concert yesterday. Yes. Oh. Okay. Ozzy Osbourne needs to stop touring. <laughs> it was really bad. <laughs> what was it? Yeah. A big picture. It was really cool seeing them. Yeah. They kind of invented metal. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Ozzy is terrible. Is he, he's really bad live. Yeah. Like, it, would, it would this would, let me sum up. Yeah. They basically play the song. Yes. And the music sounded good. The vocals were not good. Okay. So there'd be like thirty seconds of nothing after the song. Ozzy would come back and go, "How the fuck you doing?" After yes. every single song, <laughs> he'd come back and then he'd announce the title of the next song and they just play it. <laughs> he did this after literally every single song. Same thing. It's uh yeah a little repetitive. He's he's uh he's not doesn't seem like he's all there. No. Just based on what I've seen uh, from his reality it was, shows. It was literally like seeing him on his reality. It show. was okay. Yeah yeah. yeah. He's but, his brain is so fried. Yeah. Yeah. Um. A lot of drugs and stuff will will do that to you yeah. after a long time. So you think he's at the point where you would have no desire to see them again? Well, they're done. They're doing like a farewell tour. That's why I did see them. Oh, got it. That makes so sense. So Black Sabbath is retiring, but Ozzy plans on going on tour after doing his solo oh, stuff. I don't so, think I would see that. So Pat, what happens now that like all the bands that you like are retired, like are doing their farewell tours? <laughs> they might be doing their like. Who are you going to see in concert? What do you mean? Like I mean, like Guns N' Roses. They're done. A Black Sabbath. They're not done. done. I think they're done, but they're not done. Okay. I don't think they'll come back. Is what I was saying about Guns N' Roses. Got it. Got I don't it, think they'll it. come back here. They're I going, see. dude. They're going to like Australia, New Zealand, um, places, parts of Asia, South America. They're doing a big tour. I just don't yeah. think they'll do another one. Yeah. And come back. That, that's all with that. Yeah. Let's talk about Aerosmith doing a farewell tour. I seen them like three years ago. I don't know if I'd see them again. Yeah. Yeah. Just old. Yeah, just yeah, it's uh, it gets a point. It's where, it's, it's yeah. like okay, the music of that generation is great, but it's you can only do it so long at the same, you know, with the same power, I guess. Yes. I don't want to see it watered down again. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So yeah, a lot of concert stuff. Uh, went to a wedding on Friday. Notice that I got a lot of got a lot of pictures from you. A lot yeah. of pictures. <laughs> I sent two. Well, it seemed like a lot because they were very, uh, you know, very filled with emotion. It, what? There was one that said, "I love butter." Yeah. <laughs> and then there was one that said I had nothing. I think to it was like fucking love butter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. uh yeah. <laughs> so that was a good time? Yeah, it was um yeah, I had a lot more to drink than I thought I would. So. I, I didn't gather that at all from no. the pictures that I received <laughs> that I received from you. Yeah. So I I went hard this weekend, man. Yeah. I did a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I uh went to a comedy show. Uh, in uh, Tinley Park, actually, so Pat, you were you saw a you saw one of the concerts at Tinley Park, right? Both concerts were in Tinley. Park. Okay, so me and Pat were both at Tinley Park. I was there uh, Friday night. Yeah, my hotel after the wedding was at uh, it was at the Holiday Inn in Tinley Park, so I was there all weekend. Oh, there you go. Well, I was there only Friday, and uh, there was, was a really good deal uh, for twenty five dollars. There was about ten comedians, and they were all. Like, a couple of them I had heard of going into it, like Eliza Schlesinger, um, Sebastian Maniscalco, I've seen him a bunch of times, Brian Regan, John Mulaney, uh, Jeff Ross, who does the roasts. You've seen Jeff Ross? Jeff Ross was there, yeah. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Did he perform? So, yeah. So he, he was, like, the opener for each of the each of the different comedians, okay. and then he also did a little, like, set. Um, did he just make fun of people in the crowd? 
Uh, yes, most it's, of it was all he just does. making fun of people in the crowd. He had a little cam. A roast He's a roaster. Cam. It's he like he doesn't cam. have like personal stories usually. Yes. He just like literally yeah. picks out people. So there was a bunch of people, and one of the guys was guys. One of the guys from Chappelle Show that I recognized. He was really good. Um, but everybody there was like really solid. Like go to Finley Park. I got some guy Fieri's, uh some of his burgers. They have a little like concession stand for him there. You know, some solid burgers. Uh, you could get Bush Light for four dollars. Uh, a can of bush light. That sounds like a steal. <laughs> <laughs> actually, compared to most concession stand prices, it actually was not a big deal. Anyway, the comedians are very good. But here's the one thing I noticed uh, from watching these people is that that I haven't noticed in other comedy because I see a lot of stand-up comedy is that they had before they said something controversial. Not every time, but a lot of times they would preface it by saying some sort of thing. Like one guy would say a bunch of gay jokes, and then he would say. I have a brother who's gay. He's the best guy in the world. And this, I noticed this like. So they try to justify that they're kind of doing a sensitive subject. Yes. But like this happened. It's okay, man. I know a gay guy. I can make gay jokes. (laughs) This is is exactly. But it's like just such a weird thing. I feel like stand up comedy is one spot you really don't need to do that at all, right? I feel like it's the last you frontier. You should walk of like, in there and expect to leave offended. Yes. Like, you know? <laughs> yes. You got to get – exactly. It's all jokes, and it's all you, – you know what you're getting into when you're going to see these shows. Yeah. Especially with, like, Jeff Ross and those type of – you know, like, the group that was there. And it just was such a weird thing to see that every – like, almost every single time it was prefaced by, say, like, you know, one point Lessons Lessinger, Lessons Lessinger said, uh, you know, and I know this – you know, I'm not the racist, you're the racist. That, like, as a joke thing, but, like, you know, again, prefacing something by saying that, you know, she's not racist by saying this. It's just, like, a weird... So you're about to say something racist, but you have to say that you're not racist before you say it. Or just give some explanation for why what your controver- somewhat controversial thing, which I didn't... None of it was even that So why do you think they do that? You think they do I... that so people don't get upset? Yes. Oh, wait. We have our special guest calling in right now. Reed Corbin. I should have uh, introduced him earlier. Hey, Reed. Hey. Hey. Um, so you're here on Chub Step. We're starting already. We're in the show. Hey, man. Oh, what an honor. Yes. Being on Chub Step. Yes. Number one podcast in the greater Illinois area. That's true. I, I like that. We're trying to expand it, but uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll take that as a start. Cool. So cool. Uh, How's it going? It's going great. So we've talked about, uh, we were just talking here about stand-up comedy and I, w- I saw a big show on friday in tinley park which i don't know if you're familiar with it you just moved to chicago correct yeah wednesday i have no idea what tinley park is so tinley park is um a suburb a suburb and but they have a bunch of concerts there it's a big like amphitheater that kind of stuff so i saw so a bunch uh, john mulaney and all of those guys that yes big show that's happening yes correct that's the one i saw yeah, nice. Sebastian really Maniscalco. Yes, it was uh, it was really good. But so one thing I noticed when I was there is that a lot of these comedians, they would preface like when they were saying something kind of controversial, uh, they would mm-hmm. kind of preface it by saying some sort of explanation for why they were saying. So one of the guys said, you know, he's saying some some gay jokes, and he then said that he has a brother who's gay. You know, like that kind of stuff where they would kind of like have an explanation yeah, so, so it does joke about this because uh, my brother's gay kind of thing correct yes exactly Is that that, exactly what you're saying that's exactly what i was saying yes so uh what so to give a little explanation for people so you are you just moved here from oklahoma right uh yes well from texas i, I went to the university of oklahoma and Got it. 
but uh, like so texas oklahoma yeah yeah so that's and then you're coming here to join the second city comedy school yes yes i am so tell us a little bit hopefully yeah make a career out of that cool yeah so i i'm uh i started doing stand up a little bit in college in high school like senior year of high school and a little bit in college which you know is going to be super successful in oklahoma just known for their comedy yes yes just tons of <laughs> <laughs> the hot comedians bet. come out of oklahoma yes it's yeah yeah very uh it's like la and then it's oklahoma city and then new york <laughs> i mean we're it's up there the top three nebraska nebraska <laughs> yeah Oh yeah, don't forget the huge Lincoln, Nebraska scene. Just maybe one day I could move to Nebraska and really make it. The yeah. World. <laughs> yeah, but first you're starting here. Yes, you know, got to start. I mean, it's weird for me to go from such a great powerhouse like Oklahoma to Chicago, but it almost seems like a downgrade. I, yeah, it really, it really is. Yeah, it really is. So. Um, yeah, sorry, what were you saying? Yeah, so what so what goes into the comedy school? So what like when do you start it? What what kind of what does it entail, that kind of stuff? So we start tomorrow. It's full time uh, school. So it's kinda like a college program almost, but I graduated college, so I guess I'll be a little older than most. But it's a uh, it's it's an improv acting, uh, sketch comedy writing they got like the history of comedy and the business behind it. And it's, it's technically 16 hours of college credit. Um, but people who have graduated college do it like myself. And I have a buddy who, who did this a while back who, uh, now writes for Jimmy Kimmel. Um, I have another friend who did this last summer. They do, they do it in the fall and the spring and the summer. So the summer one's a month long and the fall and spring ones are like school semesters. So they're like four months long. Um, and she's now in the conservatory program at second city and AD Bryant. Do you know who AD Bryant yeah, is? From SNL. Yeah. Yeah. So she did this program and that's kind of like their poster child is like, Oh, she did it. So you should do it too. Kind of thing. Yeah. So it's really kind of like a semester abroad for me in Chicago, although I've graduated college and this is kind of my way of getting my foot in the door, taking some classes to build up confidence and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so what's what's kind of your next, what would be your next step? Like, like what's your goal after this? You know, I'd probably be a speechwriter for Donald Trump. Yeah. Probably <laughs> you could use a new goal. one. Yeah. That would be so much fun. No, uh, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, I think I'd probably try to get a internship or like a job or a writing gig on a TV show or just taking more classes at different different comedy places and just keep keep on trucking along until one day maybe i can be on a stage and preface jokes on dyslexia yes. about being able to say i can make dyslexic jokes because my sister's dyslexic <laughs> that would really be the dream yeah i think that i think that would be the goal so are you so stand-up wise are you continuing to do stand-up like would you are you planning on doing that as well so I just, yeah, so I just moved here Wednesday, and yeah. I, I'm actually living on the same, like, block as the Laugh Factory, so that's really cool. Yes. I've been walking around, getting lost. I've been to the zoo twice, 
Yeah. Like, how fun is a free zoo? Yeah. We're going to the zoo, though, by yourself as like a twenty young 20-year-old yeah. guy with a beard? Yeah. I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> you know, it does and raise parents, some questions, but... <laughs> yeah, and I kind of feel... I have to fight the temptation to go up to parents and be like, I'm not going to rape your child. Yeah. But I, I, I want to assure them that's not my goal. I just really want to see the red pandas. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> they... Uh, they, I don't think they appreciate it when a stranger comes up to them and says, no, don't you worry. I'm yeah. not going to rape your child. <laughs> yeah. And I can make that joke, too, because I've met people who've been raped. Yeah, there, there you go. So. Exactly. So those are uh, that's exactly what we're talking about. So what what do you think, like with the whole future of this whole PC thing, how, how much more difficult is comedy now with this sort of thing? Would no, you- that's a good question. I don't I, I guess. I don't know, because there's so many comedians who, who you just see different things. Like there's comedians who are Louis C.K. who just will say whatever and can get away with it, you yeah. know. Uh, and except he he sent an email. I don't know if you heard about this. He sent an email back in like March or April, kind of just dicking on Donald Trump, and uh, and he got like people. There was some backlash on that. Or there's even like comedians like Jim Gaffigan who's like super clean. Yes, yeah. And he he sends out one tweet and people just like hop on and tear him apart. I I just you know if it's a joke, it's a joke. That's kind of where I stand. Now there's some things that you know is, I guess aren't funny to joke about, but uh, I don't know, man. What do you think? I, I think well, I mean, I again, I don't really have anything to you know like. I wasn't around in, you know, the 80s when stand-up comedy was, like, probably, you know, at maybe the height of stand-up comedy and stuff like, you know, totally. like, where you could say wherever. And, but, I mean, I've just seen it slowly progress as to, you people know, there's are even, more sensitive. People are a lot more. And this has been the last, like, two or three years. I mean, there's even things that me and Pat did this podcast uh, when we were in college. We started it. And then we kind of then we kind of went our separate ways and we joined back up now that we're out of school and have jobs and stuff like that. And. I mean, I even think about stuff I wouldn't even used to think about anything. We were like even, you know, two or three years ago, I would say, you know, when we were doing the show, I wouldn't think twice before saying some things. And now there's some things out there, you know, like I would really have to like think about before I end up saying I've even noticed that just in the last couple of years. Right. And maybe that just I, I don't know if that's just like me becoming more of an adult and being like more repercussions for my actions or if that's just society has more repercussions for, you know, free speech, that kind of stuff. Well, yeah, I mean, it's tough, too, because you're going to put this up on the Internet, and then it's, like, there forever. Yeah. yeah. So it's, like... Or until I stop paying the uh, Lipson yeah. subscription, and then they should <laughs> take it all off iTunes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, there yeah. you go. That's that, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, so, what, uh, so, Chicago-wise, what's, uh, Pat, let's give him some Chicago tips here. He just moved yeah, here. Yeah, give me some tips. Yeah. Uh, well, tips for what, Jerry? <laughs> what should he see? What should he, uh, what should, what he, should do? he do? Yeah. Uh, well, definitely try some of the food, get used to that culture, you know? Yeah. Pat's, Pat's a big fan of the, um, the gas stations that don't have, like, not <laughs> brand name gas stations. Like, if you can find, like, a Flamer Fuel or, like, a Go-Go or some sort of brand you've, come like, and go. come and go. Yeah, the ones you, like, don't really ever hear of, like, really sketchy ones, he thinks you can find a lot of hidden gems in those kind of gas stations. So... 
your advice to me as a person <laughs> is go to the gas stations that look sketchy and eat the food. Exactly. Or the drinks. Or the like, drinks. That's, yeah. the, that's the first thing that you popped in your head is <laughs> well, Jared hey, you're said from that. out of town. You know what you should really do to get in the Chicago experience <laughs> is go to the sketchy gas stations well, and get some food. Well, I think you could go to like TripAdvisor and you could see that you should go to like, you know, Giordano's or Lou Malnati's and get some pizza, some deep dish pizza. But I, you know, you're not going to get this kind of advice, you know, online. Yes, online. This is great. I, yeah. I will. I will do it. I'm going to go to the gas station and get some food. Yeah. Uh, Pat also, he, uh, the Whopperito is out now. Can, can I speak for myself? Yeah, go ahead and speak for yourself. I'm just going to give them all the pets. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and speak for yourself, Pat. Tell them what. I mean, I don't have much more advice. I just like to speak for myself. That's all. <laughs> okay. That's perfect. Thank you. Thank you for that, Pat. Is there anything you would like to tell them? Uh, be careful that people are crazy, but um, enjoy the views. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, just uh, you know, you got to get up high though. You got to get up those uh, tall buildings and Chicago to see those views. But uh, yeah. So where? So you're living? Yeah. I'm sorry. What were you saying? So I was the, just say Sears Tower. I went yes. to the top of that. You saw the observatory That's with like crazy. the glass, the glass thing that sticks out. There's nothing better than spending twenty two dollars to just see a bunch of buildings. <laughs> to go up an elevator. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's uh yeah that's always a classic you know the, everybody takes a picture with the uh, the big bean. Yep. Yeah, I don't get the the hype behind that. Never really did. Yeah, it's uh have you done that though? Everybody takes a picture with that. I haven't taken a picture, but I walked by it. It's one of those things that uh, like I've been here for four days, so I'm like yeah. just kind of I like to walk around Millennium Park and just like yell at tourists. You know, <laughs> yeah. Like, now that you're really <laughs> ruining our city. <laughs> yeah, you know? now, now that you're a full fledged citizen of Chicago. Exactly, exactly. Yes. So, did you know many people coming out here? Have you, uh, did you just come out here? You just live in just with random roommates? Or are you just coming to visit? Yeah. Like... I'm in an Airbnb. Ooh. Yeah, for four months. Wow, long term yeah. Airbnb. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, man. It's, uh, it is interesting. I've never used Airbnb before. So, this could be a sweet plug for Airbnb, but so far, so good. Yeah. I better pay you for me bringing it up. <laughs> yeah. uh, we'll be see. nice. But, but I didn't really know very many people. Um, I've been meeting a lot of people in Chicago are surprisingly friendly. I mean, be careful you where think you go. So? <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you stay around the Millennium Park area, maybe that maybe that's uh, maybe that's accurate. Yeah, I mean, just don't go too far west or south, and you should. Uh, Okay. Yeah, you should be all right. Just like get off at a train stop and yeah. wave to <laughs> yeah. everyone. Hi guys, I'm new. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wear a big like I love Chicago shirt or something like that, you know, so people know how much you love the city, that kind of stuff. <laughs> but yeah. how else am I going to adequately express my my love of Chicago? Yes. So know? so what I noticed with Airbnb is that uh, did you have to set a little picture when you made a profile? Because I had to do this the other day. Yes. So yes, you do. I had to I had to make a decision because uh, you know I was gonna rent rent this house and it was like you don't want a picture of you where it looks like you party too much, right? Right. Uh, because right. then these people aren't going to rent the house to you. But you don't want one where you look just look like a nerd and you don't party, right? Right. You you have to find the the middle ground. Yeah. So that was that was a really tough <laughs> tough choice for me. Who wants a nerd renting their house? <laughs> yeah. You want you want some nerd renting your that. house. 
your house. It's the worst. Yeah, that That's is the worst possibility. That is the worst. So, uh, I, yeah, I just drew a stick figure. Yeah, he just drew a stick figure. Yeah, that's what I did. Yeah, that's my profile picture. That's uh, that's perfect with holding like a Pepsi, like just a solo cup. Yeah, and you don't know what's inside the and, solo cup. And I have a word bubble, and it says, "I like to party, but like not too much. <laughs> uh, I'm not a nerd, <laughs> but I'm not gonna be crazy." That's what it says. It's holding the Pepsi. Yeah, perfect, perfect. So, where can people, uh, where can people follow you on Twitter or the, any of that kind of stuff? Yeah, man. I have an Instagram. Okay. It's Reed in Chicago. At Ooh. Reed in Chicago. R E I D. R E I D. And it's a picture of me with a sombrero um, and a ukulele. Perfect. And yeah, it's that's the place to follow me. I was, I've been anti social media all my life. I have a, oh, I have a uh, Snapchat. Okay. And my little Snapchat name is Mayama Reed. And for those who don't speak Spanish, that's M E L L A M O R E I D. And that is uh, I am Reed in Spanish. Just kind of following the sombrero Spanish theme. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Spanish? I've been anti social media all of college. Huh? And then finally I was like, wait, if I'm going to be like trying to be a comedian, I probably need it, social media. Correct. So yeah. I don't have a Twitter yet because. You know, when you're trying to start something new and you feel super lame if you don't have any followers? Yeah. That's why I don't want to have a Twitter yet. Because not many of my friends have Twitters, and I don't want to look super lame for a while. Mm. But I know I have to start at some point. So maybe this is going to be me proclaiming to all the Chubstep listeners yes, that I'm going to start a Twitter. So look out for it. It's going to be pretty mediocre. Thank you. Not all, not all heroes wear capes. <laughs> <laughs> so, Pat, I had one quick question for you here. Yeah, are okay. you are Give you Spanish? Because I, I just seen your Instagram page, and you weren't kidding. You're wearing a sombrero and everything. Like, are you mm-hmm. Mexican or? Uh, I'm Texan, so. <laughs> so what does that mean? <laughs> that, is, <laughs> that is not. <laughs> it's, I guess it's <laughs> not politically correct. I suppose. Uh, I just, I, it's been my dream for the longest time to be in a mariachi band. Yeah, I, th- I think you're moving and in I the just, wrong direction. I think you should probably, not not as many mariachi bands here as there probably were in Texas. Yeah, but here's, okay, but here's the thing. What if I bring the mariachi game to Chicago, you know? It's already like, here. I, like, <laughs> I am the founder of the great Chicago mariachi scene, you know? And, the, and people don't know what to expect here, so I can produce crap. Cause I play instruments, but I'm not great. You know, I, I'm a, hmm, what's a good example. I'm like the Reed. We lost you. We've, uh, we, <laughs> that's great. We're, this is a cliffhanger. That's a pretty good cliffhanger to leave it on. There you go. He is the, um, yeah. All right. Well, we will release his, uh, Twitter when he comes out with it. We, bye, Reed. Bye, Reed. So, uh, yeah, Reed, we'll, we'll touch back in with him in a few weeks, uh, probably see how the uh, second city is like, going. Yeah, how that's going. So, Pat, uh, one of the things I wanted to really talk about here, because I saw it and it's really good, is that uh, Fantastic Lies. Have you ever seen the ESPN 30 for 30 called Fantastic Lies? No. Um, this, is a, this is maybe the best documentary I've seen. I've seen a lot of documentaries, and I really enjoy this one. It is about the 2006 Duke lacrosse scandal. Oh, boy. 
Do you know what do you know? I'm just curious to see what you know about that. That they, you know, it's uncomfortable to talk about. It's not. It's not because I'll get to why it's not. But continue. Yeah. What What do you know about it? I think they're like into the mic. Yeah. <laughs> there was a girl. Yep. And they all had their way with her. That's what I yeah. understand. So this is exactly why they made this documentary, is because. The, this is this is to me this is like watching making a murderer but it's only like an hour and a half long so you don't have to sit through nine hours of this but it's equally as like hard to watch and like you're like just want to punch the people on the screen yeah the the 2006 duke lacrosse handle and i knew this going into watching it because i've listened to a lot of reasonable doubt which is uh adam Kroll and mark Garrigus podcast it's a they you know mark Garrigus is a lawyer they talk about they've talked about this case before this this these guys were accused of uh, raping a, she was a stripper that they hired. They had this party for the cross team. They hired a stripper. She lied about it. She admitted to lying about it. And she, um, and, and all the guys, there was no evidence of anything ever happening. They, the prosecution was trying to get a prosecution on these guys. And the media was trying to make a story. And they released, you know, all this stuff about, um, they released all this stuff about, you know, them, you know, and when they when they just like they heard something and just accused these guys and just, you know, assumed, you they know, guilt, they ran with it. And then that's what most of the people remember, because as soon as they were wrong about that, that story kind of stopped. They kind of stopped projecting that story mm-hmm. anymore. Um, but a lot of stuff happens with you see kind of the media and what ends up happening with the guy that prosecuted them and what ends up happening with the girl that falsely accused them. It's a really, really crazy story. This is a problem because, you know, then people that actually have been in those type of situations, then, you know, people don't believe them as much and that kind of thing. But it's just like you see how, like, just something with the media starts going to these guys can just ruin these guys' reputation and, like, them at school and all. It's really, really, really interesting. So, everybody, I recommend Fantastic Lies, ESPN 30 for 30, really, really good documentary. Uh, I just had to say that. Um, now back to more not as crazy stuff. Uh, I got added on LinkedIn. By a girl I used to date. What does that mean, Pat? <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, I am That's serious. That's kind of weird. Well, when's the last time you talked to her? Um, Four years ago. Four or five years ago. Okay. So it's not that recent, I guess you could say. Yeah, it's not that recent. Um, What was the last communication? Was it friendly? Yeah, it wasn't bad. Yeah. yeah? Didn't end bad? No. No? Just ended? Yeah. Well, so what does that mean? Um. Maybe she's curious if you guys worked out, if you were a bread maker. You know? <laughs> she currently to... has a boyfriend. Oh. That she's been well, maybe dating. Maybe she's having second thoughts. Maybe she is having second thoughts. She wants to see what Jared's up to. Because <laughs> that's always my like joke is uh, like when somebody says how, you know, oh, this girl's super into me, this kind of thing. I'm like, did you add her on LinkedIn? That's like always my like little oh, yeah. joke thing. Uh, but then I got it got flipped. Your it got flipped on me. Now. Now we're associates. We're connected. You know what they're thinking about? Like Promiscuous girl. sex. Maybe she needs a job. <laughs> maybe she does need a job. She needs to maybe go to someone she can trust. Maybe she, That's a good point. That's a good point. I hope that, you know, It's she not would... professional via text. You have to do yeah. everything via LinkedIn now. Yeah, that's a, <laughs> it's, it's a very good point. Um, here's something a little controversial that uh, Trevor Ostrowski, friend of the show, he uh, was saying that he had a friend that went to Cedar Point and his friend, instead of buying the, I wonder if they have a fast pass version. I'm sure they do at Cedar Point. It's been a long time since I've been there. But to get to the front of the lines, the guys went to Walmart, bought a $20 wheelchair, 
and then just pushed each other around Ooh. in the wheelchair. Did it work? To get to the front of the lines, and it worked. Wow. What What are your thoughts on that? Is that <laughs> so? What did they do when they had to stand up and get on the ride? He just literally just stood up and got to the ride. Trevor says. What? Yeah. Well, that's poorly monitored. Yeah, <laughs> it's poorly monitored. Um, but yeah, it's a uh, you know, it's one of those things that's like, okay, that's a really good idea for how you could. I could see that definitely pissing some people off. Yeah, that would it would piss me off if I was waiting in line and then some people that didn't need to be in a wheelchair. Yeah, were using it. But uh, life hack. Life hack. <laughs> I, I hate that just term. Um, so I didn't know that was a term. Life, yeah, it's there's actually a show called Life Hacks. I think. Is it a hashtag too? Probably on the internet. It, I'm sure. Hashtag I'm sure. I'm hacks. sure. I'm sure it is. Yes. So. Pound key. Pound key. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was gonna do a Brendan Fraser movie review. You right with that, Ben? I mean, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> About 20 years ago, back in the last century, I went to actor school. Actually. That's back when I was allowed to work with animals. When these experiences are always brought into everyone's home. Why do I smell a fish? Well, these are the uh, yum yum sweats. Ah, uh-huh. she's toying with me. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. <laughs> they think I shaved their butts. I look like a big old steak with legs. So this movie, 1993's Younger and Younger. You ever heard of this, Pat? No. I would have been really surprised had you heard of this. So this is the little uh, tagline. A strange man owns a self-storage facility and lives in a reality of his own until reality comes crashing down. That's my daughter's. You take that off. So this is starring starring Donald Sutherland. Okay. And uh, so Donald Sutherland is playing Jonathan Younger. And Jonathan Younger owns just like a a place where you – a self-storage place. Um, He basically constantly cheats on his wife. Um, his wife is played by Lolita Davidovich. And so, yeah, kind of like constantly cheats on her, and then she ends up dying. Oh, uh, wow. Really getting the shit yeah. under the stick. Yeah, there. so she ends up dying. So then uh, Brendan Fraser, who plays his son, Donald Sutherland's son. You know Donald Sutherland? Yeah. Keith Sutherland is a son. Yes. But in this, Brendan Fraser is a son. Oh. So kind of a little uh, switch it up. So anyway... Uh, Brendan comes back and helps run the business with his dad. And that's why it's called Younger and Younger because they're, you know, younger boys. Anyway, so uh, it's then Donald Sutherland starts seeing a lot of flashbacks of his wife getting younger and younger. And then he starts falling in love with her again. She's uh, dead. She's dead. It, it's, it's, this is the story of it. Oh. You know, he's getting, he's seeing like flashbacks, all this. He's like seeing her in real life. So it's kind of weird. Like, it's just kind of like, uh, I don't really understand why a lot of this <laughs> this movie was made. But here's some weird little things that I picked up on. And this is stuff you pick up on after watching, like, every Brendan Fraser movie. And then you start seeing people that you've seen in other ones. So Linda Hunt is in this movie. And she was also, she played a homeless person in uh, 20 Bucks, which is the one where it follows the $20 bill from person to person. Uh, also... Lolita Davidovich, who mm-hmm. plays Brendan Fraser's mom in this, yes. she played his lover in the movie Gods and Monsters, which I've, <laughs> which I've reviewed. So here's one of the things I noticed. You can't assign people no. those conflicting so roles. I looked up their age, and they're seven years apart. Okay, that's So for him to be his mom, age. not only not <laughs> enough to be a mom's age, and, uh, you know, you get, so it makes a lot more sense that she would be, 
you know, his lover in Gods and Monsters. So, yeah. So anyway, this uh, this movie is just kind of like, I don't know. It's just kind of weird. It's it's just kind of hard to like. I don't know. It, it, it's just kind of weird. I'm not. I wasn't a major fan of this. The director Percy Adlin has not directed anything else that I've heard of. Uh, it's not the worst. I, it's you know it's kind of like a high end uh, Sean Astin for me. It's kind of high end lower lower tier Brendan Fraser Getting movie. Too technical with this man. It's I'm, either a Paulie Shore. But I'm just Shore saying this is not Sean like Astin. this is not a horrible movie. This is not like this is not well, even. Then give it a Paulie Shore. All right, I'll give it a Paulie Shore. It's a it's a, it's an all right movie. Um, it's not not one I would really recommend to people. Uh, but it's it's watchable. I mean, if you wanted to, go for it. It's on YouTube, guys. Check it out. Oh, it's free on YouTube. It's free on YouTube right now. <laughs> Here's another little fun fact for Brendan Fraser. Uh, his former mid-century modern home back in the market for $4.4 4 And I looked up the house. Pretty nice. Pretty nice. Where pretty is nice, it? B-Phrase. It's in Beverly Hills. Okay. So if people want, we could get together a little... Uh, little fundraiser a little crowd go go fund me and we could we could buy brendan fraser's house and then do what, what do it? the podcast from there every week every week <laughs> well maybe we'll just record a maybe we'll take like a week off work and then just record like 20 episodes yeah. at once and then we'll just release them do all. like three a day yeah do like three a day yeah three days so that would that's uh that's all an option go so, fund me, go fund me. <laughs> <laughs> those are those are what i was uh, thinking about uh so Pat, what uh, what do you got? Kind of okay. So this happened a while ago. I don't think we talked about this on the show ever. Okay. But the Cincinnati Zoo killed a gorilla, right? Harambe. Yeah. Harambe. Yes. Is it Harambe or Harambe? Harambe. Or Harambe? I've heard all three. I've never heard Harambe. Yes. But I've heard Harambe many times. The internet will not let this poor gorilla rest in peace. Yes. He's everywhere. Yes. Okay. I'm literally walking to the car yesterday coming from the concert. Yep. And there's some guy standing on the bed of his pickup truck. Yeah. Whips out his junk and says, dicks out for Harambe. <laughs> no, he did this. Like, to you? Yes. Just, like, flashed you? Yeah. Wanted me to whip it out, too. No. <laughs> Were you just walking by yourself? No, I was with my girlfriend. Oh, my Put God. Put it in my pants. So, <laughs> see, this is one of so those what things. what does that mean? Why, why do you have to whip your dick out? For dicks the, out for Harambe. This, um, how did he say it? Harambe. He said dicks out for Harambe. Yes. Interesting. Okay. Uh, I've heard about this, but I've never actually seen. The, I, like, I've never, you know. So just going off that, too. Yeah. First weekend of college football. Yeah. Just happened. There's college yep. game day with all those yes. crazy signs. Yeah. Tons of Harambe signs. Yeah. Harambe would have loved college game day. Yes. Les Miles killed Harambe. Yeah. Yeah. Rambi was an inside job. Yes. All this crazy, like, what? what is, why are they? So this is a Barstool Sports thing. It's not just that. Well, it's not just them, but they are a big proponent of this. They're probably running uh, with it. They yeah, they're definitely do. running with it. So that, that's definitely a huge part. But the, the just, so what, how do you, how does your, how does a girl react when that happens? How does a gorilla? A girl. You're, oh. you're like, I know, like, you're, you're like probably whatever, right? This guy just yeah. flashed that. What, how did she react? Same as I did, kind of You're laughed like, and kept walking. Oh God! Didn't say See, anything. That's a risky. That's a risky maneuver for that guy. Yeah. Because uh, that's a you know that's a that's a that could be jail time. <laughs> I mean, it could be like I seriously, you you get some serious trouble for that. I mean, that's just insane. But I mean, you literally you could. But that doesn't answer my point. Why yeah. do you have to whip your dick out for this gorilla? Like, what, uh, what, how is that honor? I don't understand. Yeah, I guess if I were dead, would I want people doing that for me? No. Probably not. 
I'd probably choose something else. How do you honor anybody by whipping that out? I just don't understand who came up with that and why that's a thing. Why that specifically? That's a good point. Well, just more, why well, is this gorilla gorillas still being talked about? This happened, like, what, two, three months ago? Yeah, no, it's, it's been it's been some time now. It, it was, yeah, no, it's... There's, there's like, months. you know, there's some people who are affected by this. Yes. You know, it, the Cincinnati Zoo employers, probably yeah. the, the guy who had to make the choice to kill it. Yeah. You know, the the kid and his mom and all that and people are just still talking about this yeah you know yeah. <laughs> not letting it go <laughs> yeah no i uh it, it is an interest i think it's people like it because it's just so ridiculous i think is yeah that's a good it, word it's just so it's so over the top and there's people that die every day and this kind of stuff and you know they made a big deal about i think it's also playing on how big of a deal the media made about this gorilla dying yeah and just like you know, like you said, there's people like regular people die every day, all the time, and then you get free, you freak out. It's sort of like like Cecil the Lion. It could have been the same thing with the Cecil the Lion, where the guy killed. You think you it's know. it's because it has a gorilla name, like of African culture, Harambe. The, the, that the, people are running with it more. The name like, definitely probably helps. I've seen a T-shirt helps. that says "You're my Harambe." <laughs> oh god. Yeah, I think that definitely. I think the name actually has a good. That's a good point. I think it has a lot to do with it. Yeah. Like if his name was Justin, people wouldn't be talking. That's about a good it point. Still. Yeah. Yeah. Justin the gorilla. It's Harambe. It's Harambe. Yeah. Harambe. Harambe. As as well. See, I almost I always thought it was Harambe, but now if if a guy is that passionate about it to you know pull down his pants in front of you and he says Harambe, oh, I'm he starting didn't pull to think it down. It's... He just you know made the gesture that he's whipping it out. Oh, he didn't actually whip it out. Well, well, I mean, kind of, but there was it wasn't like fully out. The moment I removed his pants, I was astonished by the size of his python. Okay, yeah, just a little, yeah, peeping out. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So, well, I mean, but if he's even gonna do that, I mean, I feel like he probably knows best. So it's probably Harambe. Harambe. Yeah. So, uh, okay, that's <laughs> that's an interesting uh, that's an interesting event, Pat, to happen over the weekend. Crazier things have happened. Crazier things have happened. Yeah. Uh, like in Tanzania, what's going on right now? This is Tanzania News. The infection causes immediate respiratory failure. The scientists claim that the patient is now transmitting You know what Fugazi is? Fugazi, it's a fake. Yeah, Fugazi, Fugazi, it's a wazi, it's a wazi, it's a fairy dust. What are you, from Tanzania? Yes, I am. Nice Phil. <laughs> so, uh, two were jailed for 40 years uh, for a fine over, over government trophies. That's half a life. Yeah, government trophies, Pat. Do you know what government trophies are? No. That's what I was kind of intrigued. Then I was a little disappointed when I found out they were just elephant tusks. That's what... Why? Apparently that's why is a term. It called a government I don't trophy? know why it's called a government trophy. But to me, that's a bad term because that's like just like... It's a trophy, like something you, you get when you did well. It's a prize. Right? It's a prize. So why would these elephant tusks, tusks that are illegal to have? Why are they a prize for the government? It seems like a weird term for it. But um, they caught some people with a lot of elephant tusks, as seems to be the theme. This is kind of just seems to be a reoccurring uh, theme. So there's 25 kilos of elephant tusks that these guys had. Um, there's no way of knowing how to convert that to the pounds, but it's a lot. And uh, so these guys, 40 years. This is this was just a warning to all those people that are thinking about, you know, poaching elephants out there. It's a problem. It's a right problem. Now. And big, the big Tanzania. This is like big Tanzania problem right now. But 40 years, crazy. That's yeah. a lot. That's and I don't not that's worth half it. a really good life. Yeah, that's true. 
And if you're starting at like, you know, these guys are in there. One of the guys is 50, and the other guy Bye. was 38. Yeah. Yeah. Second guy would be lucky to get out. Yeah, second guy would be lucky to get out. Well, they do it like Honestly, how they both do it in guys. the U.S. where you usually get half your term if you play uh, cards right. Uh, possibly. I, I, don't, I have no idea. You know, I, I tend to get more well-versed in uh, Tanzania law, but I could definitely see that being the case. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, Pat. So, that was news. Yeah, that was news. <laughs> so what else you got, Pat? Uh, no. You don't have anything else? No. That's all right. So here's one of the things I wanted to talk about. So um, I everybody should look at this uh, Freakonomics podcast. It is called The True Story of the Gender Gap. And this is about the 70 cents to the dollar that women make to men over jobs. This guy, you know, have you heard about this, Pat? No, not specifically. But this is a very big political thing where they I say. I have an that, idea what you're talking about. Yeah, we're, this is a very, very big political thing that politicians say where women make 70 cents to every dollar that a man makes okay. for working the same job. This is a big. Do you think that's true? So this, there's a free economics podcast everybody should listen to. You look it up. There's actually two of them on there, but one specifically talks about it. Um, and they talk about this in depth. So they go into the actual explanation. So this was between the main guy and. Can I a, guess what it's about? Yes. Can I guess that most CEOs are probably males, and so they make much higher? So that kind of no, so on no. What this what they're this, trying to say it's the exact same job and men make more. That's what that's what they're that's what this is saying. That's what that's what this this is a common. If you look this up, Pat, this is something that like politicians say all so the like time. So like men CEOs probably make more money than women. To like an extent. So of what yeah. some women CEOs make. So that's that, like, like kind of what the I, they're not even they don't even this is more for working class. I, I wouldn't say that they they never use really CEOs as an example. But like um, teachers, yeah, teachers, that kind of stuff. So, what this the, the person that he interviews on this is a Harvard professor, uh, a female Harvard professor, and she go, goes in depth into what the seventy cents on the dollar is. Oh man! So just imagine that class. But I'm t- no, this bad. This is not what you're expecting, actually. What she finds is that there's no evidence of discrimination. So then, between, why are we like, talking about it? Well, because this, Pat, this is, you haven't heard about this, but this is, like, politicians say this all the time. People no, no, have heard I don't about mean this. you specifically, yeah. but, like, if there's no evidence, then why do they say that because, this is so a this thing? Because, so this is this is why people say it's a thing. So this, this is the way, this is the example she used. She talked about how there's two people, let's say there's two people, male and a female. They graduate from, let's just say, the same college, uh-huh. and then they both want to be lawyers. So they both just get, like, entry-level jobs. At that point... There's no evidence that we'd be making any different money. You know, they both get, like, the same job, that kind of stuff. Then as they – let's say they both get married and they want to have families. What happens a lot with males is males, if anything, start to work more. And they're going to work at these – you know, they're going to get the most high-paying job. They're going to be working at, like, the – they're going to be – they don't care what kind of hours they're going to work. You know, they just want to support their family. They're going to be working at, a lot of times, a big-name law firm, that kind of thing. Um Whereas a woman, a woman might want to have more flexibility in her schedule, more so she can raise the family. The so uh. she might have that same next level, next level lawyer job, but she might go to a more like mom and pop type, uh, you know, like law firm, one where she can have more flexible hours and that kind of thing. And so you're not going to be paid as much in a job where you're looking for more flexible hours. You know, when you need more, you know options with your job as you are you're going to be for the big law firm where Simple you have to work math. you're not yeah. putting in enough time but they're saying she's saying you could even be working the same number of hours it's just that a lot of times women are seeking jobs that have that need more flexibility because they're raising a family which makes sense 
So, so technically they have the same job. They're both lawyers, like kind of, you know, like say they're middle tier lawyers, but one is, you know, that's, and they're going to be making less at a smaller firm because they're looking for more flexibility. She said that this is just one example. There's this, but this is over reoccurring this kind of thing. And that's what that 70 cents to the dollar is. Hmm. I don't understand how that's the same job. Well, because they're both, they're both so lawyers. So if you're an editor at lawyers. a small town patch newspaper and you're an editor for a big Yeah, you're both editors the, for newspapers. But it's two completely different animals. Exactly, exactly. So that's, but that's, but when, but when politicians, that's just like the kind of, this is the reason I don't like politics very much. It's like, that's the kind of stuff that they just say to get, you know, we got to get this gap closer together and this kind of thing. And granted that is, you know, there is a, there is something with society where the women raise, you know. And, and that could be argued about, you know, oh, well, the men should be more contributing more. And that's but that's a completely separate thing. Well, this is just what that 70 cents to the dollar, when people always talk about statistic, that is what the information is. And if people want to know more about that and the details, you should look up the Freakonomics podcast on the gender differences in the pay gap. Boom. Boom. Yeah. So, that's what I have. <laughs> so Pat, uh, you did want to talk about a little bit last week with Colin Kaepernick. We didn't want to touch on it much, yeah. With bitch, what? But it was a consideration. It was a con- he was a highly sensitive consideration. topic. I, I've yes. seen a lot of Kaepernick supporters actually. Yes, but you and me issue was not anything with to do with the pledge of allegiance no. or anything like that. Yours abide with him. Guy like, sucks. <laughs> he's just not very good at football. He's like the last person who should be yeah. trying to make this big of an issue. Yes, you he- know. Yeah, he he is right now the the second quarterback. He's not Tom Brady. No, you know. Yeah, it's not Andrew Luck. Yeah, he's, he's like trying to do something so that he's either one they can't get rid of him. Yeah, because like this is like a big issue, and then they're gonna be you know discriminating against whatever he stands for. Mm-hmm. Or two, he wants to get noticed, so maybe somebody I don't know. I just think yeah. His it's whole immediate. thing yeah. is bigger than him trying to make a statement about his views against the police or the country or whatever yeah. he's coach. actually trying to say. I just by not doing that. I, yeah, the I, other I, problem is yeah. is he doesn't realize that by showing that sort of is it disrespect or you know whatever it is by not state the flag represents a lot more than the police. I guess mm, you could say yeah. so. He has just set himself up for so many, you know, the veterans and yeah. the super patriots. But he probably wanted that. I mean, that's what – he's not very relevant anymore. Like, when was the last time you talked about Colin Kaepernick ever? Like, in, in the last two years. 2012. He's, he's behind Blink Ebert, who got let go from Jacksonville. Like, yeah. Blink Ebert is really bad. And Colin Kaepernick is the backup quarterback to Blink Ebert. Like, he Kemp just – had one good year, I feel like. He had one good year, and that's when – maybe a year and a half, when, like, Alex Smith kind of got – let Alex Smith yeah. got hurt. He kind of took over, and then they're like, we don't need you anymore, Alex Smith. And then he kind of played, like, another good year after that. But, I mean, he is not – you know, this is just one of those things, like, what do we he, see, the Tim Tebow prob- and that kind of stuff. If he has stuff. a problem with the, the way things are going, he could have – there could have been so many more different avenues yeah. than the one he's taking. But this is the one that got the most media attention, though. Yeah. And so – if yeah, I mean it was. Is it, anything gonna change because he's doing this? No. I don't think so. But as far as was it a smart move on him to get some media time? I think so. I mean, from like to be relevant again, yeah. people are talking about his name again. I mean, that was a smart <coughs> move on his part for that. You it's can't kind of a douche move. Yeah. Well, I'm. I, yeah. No, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. Again, it's not even. I'm not gonna say it's right or wrong by what he's doing. This is a free country, but you know, it just caused a lot of arguments. I guess yeah. you could say. 
If anything, it kind of split more people apart. Yeah, that's a good point, Brad. That actually is a good point. Shut up, bitch! But, um, so, we would like to thank Reed for calling in. R-E-I-D. R-E-I-D. You can follow him on Instagram and possibly Twitter in the future. And then uh, we would like to have everybody follow Pat on Instagram as well. Pat you Callahan would like 44. everyone? <laughs> <laughs> Pat I would like everybody. Pat P33. Uh, everybody, we got the Facebook up and running. We got a lot of got a lot of good uh, stuff in the first like couple of days of posting. Of what happened? Having it up. We just got a lot of you know. I was happy with the amount of likes and stuff like that that we got um, from posting the Facebook. Just tell a friend. You know, you can invite people maybe to like it. I don't know how that works. I don't know. But, I, get, uh, I get some notifications because you set something up with yeah. me in that. Yeah. I see possible ads. Yes. Did you put yeah. That no. No. I didn't. No. No. That's that's <laughs> like it. It wants you to pay for stuff. So we should actually we should talk about the Twitter here real fast. So we have some Twitter stuff. Um, and we have a tweet here from the Real Boys when we were recording the episode last week, a picture of us. Um, and then we also have stuff about. Uh, we got one from at McKenna Sloan, and she says this is about Chubstep giveaways. The free giveaways. I was thinking burgers. Don't cost too much, but they taste like a thousand dollars. Think about it. If we had free burger giveaways, from uh, what about Waparito giveaways, Pat? Would no. you prefer burger giveaways? How would we do? <laughs> How does that? that work? I yeah. gotta buy it and then bring it to you. <laughs> just go. Maybe a maybe a burger. We can't uh, get coupons. Maybe a burger lunch with with Pat. Also, Pat, you had some reaction to uh, Steed Palomino tweeted at us last time, right? Uh, that we sucked. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Steed rhymes with speed, so maybe lay off the speed, Steed. There you go, Steed. Stuck at Steed. <laughs> also, Pat, did you try any of the condiments? Did you try the I the did, subway? actually. Oh, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah. I was going to forget to talk about that. Yes. So I, I, I couldn't tell if I did it properly, like if you guys are going to say that I'm good or if I have to do it differently. I'll tell you okay. what I did. Let's hear okay. what you did, yeah. I made a, a sandwich. Yes. Featuring an onion bagel, some cheese. Okay. Butter. And um, what are those? Cool Ranch Doritos. Okay. Okay, that's my sandwich okay. choice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I put some mayo on it. I Okay, so here's where you might have an issue. Okay. I put sriracha mustard on it. So okay. I didn't put all three separately. Okay. But sriracha mustard is apparently a thing, and it's in my fridge for some reason. Okay, but you already had that in your fridge. I didn't buy it, but it okay. was in my fridge. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I put it on, and so I had the... The mayo and yeah. then the sriracha mustard. Okay. I don't know if you count that as three, um, it's, or if I have to do it well, separately. Sir, you know, it's it's a it's a, it's good enough, I'd say. Maybe I'll try it. Yeah, on my own as well. But not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Okay. Not great, but not bad. The only thing I don't was the mustard like a hunt because he had a honey mustard, right? In Mike James' story, for those who don't know, we had last week. Mike James emailed us and said that somebody on their subway sandwich got mayo, honey mustard, and sriracha. It wasn't really a honey. It wasn't con- really a honey condiments. mustard. It was more of just like a mustard. Yeah, but I mean, if there's a sriracha, yeah. So you're saying it wasn't bad? No, it wasn't horrible. I don't think I'd make it again if I had, unless I had to. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I ate the whole thing. It wasn't yeah. like I took a bite and I'm like, I can't do this shit anymore. Yeah. So yeah, it wasn't bad. There you go. Like, stop judging everyone at Subway. Yeah, yeah. Stop How about that? <laughs> All right. Yeah, well, uh, Mike, you all said to try it yourself and then send us a little review for what you think. We'd appreciate that. Dying to know. Dying to know. Uh, yeah, everybody, at Chubstep Podcast on Twitter. Email the show, chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. And every show, every week, every Thursday on iTunes. The show has ended. Now you know you got to go.
Peace. This is Yasin.